Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> Can I just say, I am thoroughly here for your return to Instagram. Oh God, return to Instagram. Well, come on, you have. You've found your creativity, you're in a flow. And I really, I'm just saying, I'm here for your content. I've fallen back in love with Instagram. I love it. Because I had a break in Bali yeah. and I was like, what do I love sharing? And it's travel content. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, Revs, but my Instagram started on travel. Yeah. That's when it grew. It's because yeah. I was sharing my whole adventure through Central South America. Yeah. And I'm just, I've disengaged from Instagram in a algorithm engagement yeah, 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 kind yeah. of thing, which I think can consume a lot of content yeah. creators. It's very stressful. Like Instagram does not support content creators. No, it's no, really no. fucked. And I've just gone back to, what do I love? Yeah. What do I want to Using share? It for joy. Well, it's my little online journal yes. of my family. And I can feel the joy and the creativity coming through it. And I'm here for it. Thanks, my I'm love. I really, I love it. Thank I, you. Please I, keep going I, I, if you want, well, if it's joyful. We'll see if work, you <laughs> yeah, know, smothers yeah. me and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, for now, I'm just, I'm enjoying the play. I will say I am having a bit of an identity crisis. What do you mean? On the gram, just in the sense of like... I had someone slide into my DMs say, oh, I didn't realize you were still working as a photographer. And then I did an AMA while I was in Bali. And then someone else also wrote, how come you never share your work? Yeah, and I right. thought, yeah, that's interesting because I don't share my clients' work. Yeah. Like, what people don't realize is I, I am a working photographer. I still shoot yeah. frequently, not as frequently as when I was shooting weddings every single weekend but I do a lot of family portraits yeah. but I don't share you I don't do know your stories sometimes I, thank you yeah. I feel like I do but I don't I, I guess I don't know why I got defensive but I was like what do you mean like I am the working photographer your gram is like what I really like in a lot of people I follow which is like it's just this is just a kind of slashy 360 of my life family work relationship self I like it I'm thanks, here for it thanks babe big fan anyway I'm overthinking it already as you can you tell are, so let that go <laughs> I will, I, but will. I just want to say I'm here for it and I'm enjoying it and I like consuming your shit appreciate it babes should we get into the episode of course we have a thousand things to do but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids we don't have time for this just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with your co-host, Kate Reeves. Hello, Kate Reeves. Hi. What's going on? I run out of ways to say my name. I get it. There's like three ways. Yeah. So I just cycle them through. I feel the same when we do Bestie Hotline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. You, you feel the pain. Yeah, the shoe was on the other foot and I was like, oh, I don't like this posse. Here's something funny. Hit me. Something that died, I think, with our parents' generation. Yes. Have you ever taken a hostess gift anywhere? What's a hostess gift? Like if you went around to your friend's house for dinner or yeah. a barbecue or lunch, whatever, insert social activity here, would you take a gift for the hostess? I would take 
dessert or like I would have contacted them beforehand and say, what can I bring? Yeah. What and can then, I bring? That's a whole other combo, yes, right? Yes. But like you wouldn't take a soap or a bunch of flowers. No. Our mum did I, that. Uh, yeah. And they still do it. Still. They still do it. I feel like that's a lot to keep up with. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It would annoy me if I was going to dinner to a friend's house and then I'd be like, fuck, I didn't get a hostess gift. Yeah, like my mum, I remember in my high school days, had like a drawer. Wow. Or like a space in the pantry of stuff for hostess gifts. But a soap? Blank cards. Yeah. Like when you would go around, you would take something. But anyway, our parents did it. Yeah. And still do it. And And I'm kind of glad it's done. (laughs) Yeah, me too. There's a lot of things I'm glad are done. I mean, maybe I'm sorry. I want to hear what they are, but maybe I'm wrong. Like, let us know, DLs. Let's go in the Facebook and get this going. Like, do you still do it or do you do that? Or if you never heard of that or is this crazy? Can we go back to the what can I bring? Yes. Because even when someone says don't bring a thing. Yes. I might do the cliche thing and turn up with a box of chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. But is that a hostess gift? Yeah. But I feel like our mums took it to another level. Definitely. It was like a homemaker gift. I'm sort still of thing. like hung up on soap. Like, so, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Would, Imagine if you rocked up to dinner party and you're like, hey, some babe, soap. bought you some soap. You'd be like, why? What's wrong with the soap that I have? <laughs> do you not like the freshwater branded soap that I have in my house? What's wrong with you? I mean, sometimes you'd maybe take flowers. I feel like there's something you would do maybe for a new friend or like a friend via your partner or something, but definitely not to each other. I feel a little bit torn now because now I'm like, maybe we should do that. Is it nice to rock up with flowers? I know not to show up here without salt and vinegar thins if it's a barbecue. (laughs) True. So there's that. Hey, it's not expected, but it's always appreciated. It's always welcomed. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, you always bring like drinks, like you'd bring yes, wine or yes. beer or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll bring a coconut water yeah, or yeah. a just Coke. like a straight up coconut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, just a little observation I made. I was at my stepmother's the other night and she had been given a hostess gift and I was just reminded of the like hilarious throwback then it was like that was a real thing for our mums and I just can't believe they still do it that's, that's the thing yeah. that's blowing my I mean I guess it's love it's lovely yeah. it is so lovely but do you know what else I reckon they still do as well is write thank you cards yeah and but I'll try and still do that not just birthdays no but I mean like a Proper. dinner party where mm-hmm. it's like thank you so much for hosting I mean who's been to a dinner party in the recent past like no one yeah are we the ungrateful generation <laughs> but I don't expect that of my friends no no and no and I wouldn't want that no no it almost be like Oh, okay. <laughs> and honestly, it would annoy me if I had to panic buy someone a hostess gift before every mm. event. The thing I miss about my old job is that I would be able to bring beauty treats from the yes. beauty cupboard yeah. when I would go to someone's house. I'd be like, oh, here, I picked these out of the beauty cupboard for no, you. you. Have to that spend was nice. your own money. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> I'll just bring wine and flowers. Flowers, flowers sometimes. Sometimes yeah. flowers. Flowers are an interesting one. I've met a few people now who find them a burden. Yeah, yeah. Because it's almost it's a, like a don't do it. Yeah. Yes, it's a burden on the host because it's Who's like busy oh, already cooking and putting things out yeah and then they have to like pull out a vase yeah, yeah. Oh, put dear. water in it oh, and God. then when they die we're sounding very white <laughs> oh dear uh, all right to give people a bit of whiplash yep. from casual chatter about hostess gifts i've got a bit of a story it's what i don't have time for what this don't week. you have time for well i really 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 don't have time for my lingering thoughts about rafa getting lost in Bali. Oh, babe. I know. DL's Revs doesn't even know this story. I don't. Um, but I feel it deep in my bones. Yeah. There's an episode, if you want to go deep into the archives, where Revs shared the story about Teddy going missing. I mean, we all had goosebumps listening to it. It was awful. And I had that experience what in Bali. 
It was the second last day of our trip. So it's like where complacency yeah. comes in. Fully right? relaxed. Fully relaxed. You understand your kids' habits of how they hang out around the pool. So, you, yeah, anyway, I'm feeling mum shame. Yeah, I it's, can feel you. Feel, like I can see that your anxiety's gone up. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, I remember you saying that when you shared the story about Teddy getting lost that you had people slide in and say, thank you for sharing that because I lost my kid too, but I haven't told a soul. Oh, because and of- I didn't tell anyone for a year. Yeah. I couldn't even say the words for a year because it was so frightening. Yeah. So this is a safe space. Yep. She's well, she's home, she's safe. It all ended fine. Tell us what happened. Okay. So I do have to give context. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Me and wouldn't be Tuesday without it. <laughs> Over the course of staying at this resort, Rafa made a friend with this little boy. He was half Indo, half Australian. Met the parents, saw them at breakfast every morning. The kids would feed ducks together. They were really, really fond of each other. This little boy's name's Jake. They would swim together all day and we were there sort of around the same timeline. So it was cool on day one when they're like, oh, we're here all week. And we were like, oh, we're here all week. We'll see you at the pool. You know, that kind of thing. And there was one afternoon where Rafa just straight up wasn't in the mood for swimming. And she was like, I want to go play with Jake. So she was on the other side of the pool area, sitting with Jake's mum, playing spot it with Jake by the pool. And me and Hubs and Iggy and these other friends we'd made around the resort, we were playing in the kids pool. So we're just playing around knowing that she's over there. And then I glance over there and she's gone. She's not there anymore. But then neither is little boy Jake and his mum. Now, all sorts of weird thoughts went through my head. Okay, I'm going to be really honest about one train of thought. Straight away, you think they've been taken. That's the first thing, right? And someone's come and snatched our kids. It's our deep, 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 dark fear that we all have. Well, Maddie McCann. Exactly. Madeline McCann, straight up. Beachside holiday, little blonde four-year-old. Totally. Yeah. And here's where my thoughts get even darker. So as I said, that little boy, Jake's half Indo, I was like... They've groomed her. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, because they're locals. They know the area. This happened just straight away in your brain? Yeah, it did. Wow. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It did. I was like, that little boy was used oh my God. as a decoy to befriend her. And then this has been the perfect snatching <gasps> scenario. Oh, my God. Because she trusts them. And we trusted them. Like, we felt confident with Raph and they, and they are strangers. Yeah. Like, we met them five days ago. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So anyway, it all starts with me going, you know, casual. Babe, have you seen Rafa? She's not sitting over there. And then Hubs is like, oh, no, where is she? I'll do a wander around. So then he wanders around and I'm still in the pool with Iggy and this other family who we befriended hanging out with them. And they also got to know Rafa over the course of the trip. And and they were like, have you found Rafa? And, And Hubs is like, no, I haven't yet. So then he like leaves the pool area and goes into the cafeteria area and then she's not there. And then he goes into the pizzeria area, which is this other restaurant on the other side of the pool, not there. Then we go to kids club. And at this point I'm like wandering around the pool and I go, okay, she's definitely not in the pool area because I've checked every crevice. Where's Iggy at this time? So Iggy was with the other friends who we made, who also had a little baby boy. And and I was like, can you watch Iggy for me for a second? (laughs) Which seems nuts, right? I get it. But I was like, I can't handle like this situation right now. I need to find Rafa. The first thing I do is I go to the pool lifeguard and I'm like, excuse me, I can't find my daughter. She's four years old. She's got blonde hair. If you see her, can you let me know? Or is there anyone that you can alert? And he dead set looked at me and went, oh, sorry, I haven't seen her. And in my head, I was like, no, I understand that you haven't seen her, but like she's lost. Yeah. Like 
It's no good you just telling me you haven't seen oh her. I need you to action this. I need you to get all your... your radio ex- someone. Yeah, <laughs> radio someone. He did nothing. So, you know what popped straight into my brain was that TikTok video that was doing the rounds about searching loudly. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, seconds, minutes are crucial in this scenario. And I'm actually really proud of myself for doing this because I realize you have to park your own embarrassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yelled at full volume, I've lost my daughter. She's missing. She's four years old. She's got blonde hair. She's wearing a beige short sleeve dress that comes up to her knee. I can't find her. If anyone sees her, can you please let me know? And I said it so loud that everyone was like, who's yelling around the pool? So that was one corner. Now the pools are massive. So then I had to walk around to another corner and do it to another group of people. No, you know, what was really interesting was that people were all on their pool lounges. Not one person got up to help me look but they said all right we'll keep our eyes open we'll keep a lookout for her kind of thing but no one got up to help me search and I by this point I'm getting more and more distressed then hubs decides to go to reception to see the security cameras because there were security cameras so that was his first instinct the other friends who we made while we were there their mum who's a quick thinker she said I'll go to kids club because Rafa was there with Jake and when you sign the kid in you have to put your room number so I'll have their room number so I'll get their so she was a quick thinker so she went and did that and I just I can't even begin like my heart's kind of racing even retelling this story because your head abs I, like the worst you do you go to the worst case scenario where you go i don't know if i'm ever like is this it is this how this happens is this, is this happening is this my story is this, yeah yeah is yeah. this my story yeah like me describing rafa in her outfit is that yeah. the last time i'm gonna see her in this i'm trying not to get emotional yeah. but like that's what it felt yeah, like totally get it anyway so i just keep pacing I around i got up and helped you that's a worry not one person yeah because when i've done that in the supermarket before it's like you know the parents it's instantly like ping 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 parents they're like yeah everyone stops and looks for the no, kid you know? people stayed on their sun lounges and just reassured me that yeah we'll keep an eye open <sighs> but no not one person got up and looked and the lifeguards were fucking useless okay they- so where did you go next so anyway, I thought... Are you uh, near a beach? Were you... Right near the beach. So beach did you front. head to the beach? Yep. Looked on the beach, looked up and down the beach. And that's when I, it scared me actually yeah. going on the beach because I was like... Is that public that's land? public land. Okay. And the hotel is right on that public land. I didn't want my thoughts to even go there yet. I wasn't going to give up, obviously. So then I decided to go back to the breakfast room, which is on the pool area but there's lots of crevices and nooks and crannies and because it's surrounded by ponds with fish Mm -hmm. there's lots of different areas and I just took one walk around and I saw her pink hat Mm -hmm. I didn't even know she was wearing it when I described it to everyone else I didn't say she's wearing a pink cap Mm -hmm. and I just saw it and I can't even tell you you know how you explain like you lose the feeling mm-hmm. in your legs the relief like, the relief There's a physical reaction where your body goes oh my god oh my god oh my god we can rest yeah <laughs> yes and at this point i knew hubs had gone to find the security cameras the other family they were helping look they were amazing because they had kids too and they got it and i saw that she was having lunch with jake and his mum. what she took rafa to have lunch without telling us Oh my God. Yeah. And look, I'm half Thai, 
culturally i understand it yeah. that's something people in thailand yeah. would do they don't think yeah, to yeah. like be like oh how would this play out play yeah. out in the parents mind i'm doing her a favor uh-huh. i'm gonna feed her kid lunch because it's lunchtime yeah. and her and jake are having fun yeah but the mum didn't think to tell me that oh my god and so I walked over and I had to really calm my breath because I yeah, didn't want to yeah, get yeah. angry yeah. at this woman. I barely knew her and she was really lovely. But, yeah. you know, the thought train I'd already <laughs> been on, yeah. the adventure in my head where she's this evil groomer, that was not true. So I needed to let that go. And I just was like, Rafa, hi, there you are. And she's like, hi, mummy. She's like tucking into some watermelon and some fried rice. And I was like, there you are. I didn't know where you went. And the mum said really casually, oh, yeah, sorry. The kids were hungry. So I got them some food. And I was like, okay, no worries. Next time, just let me know. Yeah. Just so I know where she is because I didn't know where she was. But I really appreciate you helping. But just let me know. Just and she, so I don't run around like a headless chicken across this entire yeah. complex. I don't yeah. know how she didn't hear me yelling. Wow. The description of yeah. Rafa. Because this backed onto the pool area. So isn't it wild when you have to describe? You can't remember. Like well, you, the, hat the hat thing. thing. The hat. I did not remember. I did the same with Teddy when I called the police in Edinburgh. For those who don't, the short version is he basically just walked out of the house and he walked four streets away to the local park during the first lockdown in 2020. And we lost him for 45 minutes and um i had to call the cops and they asked for a description i said he's two years old he's got blonde hair and he's wearing a green t-shirt and he wasn't he was wearing a gray mile mm. t-shirt i just like we were in lockdown home was like the first couple of weeks of lockdown, so lockdown i just uniform. had no, no clue what he was wearing to yeah. be honest and it was nothing stand out about it and i was just like he's just really blonde he's really blonde like yeah. i was like that's it yeah that's all i've got but and i remember saying green t-shirt and he was wearing a gray t-shirt that's like it's just crazy. like you just don't your brain sort of it has a conniption. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It totally but does. those thoughts, you try and park them. You try so hard to park them. Oh. It's just interesting you say you couldn't deal with Iggy because I remember I couldn't deal with Isla. Yeah. Like, and I was kind of like, how do I lock her in the house so yeah. I don't lose her now? Yeah. But she was wigging out like, where's Teddy? Where's Teddy? And you're like... And coming out into the street and I was like, you stay there. Like kind of thing. And yeah. she was like, mommy, mommy, where's Teddy? You know, and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and then my ex is like running off looking like going to the main road and, uh, and uh, you know all those instincts that you yeah. have of, and those thoughts you have of like, is this our story? Like yeah. oh, our kid just I fucking know. disappeared. Yeah. It's really hectic and it takes a long time yeah. to come down from it. Yeah. It was fucking full on. I'm not going to lie. Oh my God. But I played it so cool yeah, when well I done. saw her. But and just also fuck. Yeah. I wasn't going to be like, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's that weird politeness that we do in yeah, society, yeah. but yeah. I didn't want the mum to feel bad. But I also did explain like, can you please can you not do that (laughs) yeah can you not do that can you just let me know next time and she was really sweet and look there was a language barrier there her english wasn't like amazing yeah but anyway it all ended fine and then after rafa was found i actually let her finish her lunch yeah because i knew where she was and then i had to go find everyone else family who was searching and then actually it was interesting because you know those people who didn't help me search they then came up to me like an hour later and were like did you find your daughter so it was on their minds in some capacity and I was like yes I did I did because I sort of did the rounds back around the pool but by that time people had moved on from the sunbed so anyway it was just all a bit of a blur and a bit of a stress but yeah it's sickening that feeling we were recently immeshed in a lost kid scenario on the Corso in Manly because we live on the Corso and I just my heart Oh my God. What happened? So we were walking from our place up towards the beach along the course. If it, any locals will know, there's like a park in the middle of this strip 
where we live and there was this dad this tall kind of young dad it, like he had one kid first dad energy all yeah. over him right it was like a sunday morning so obviously he'd given mum a sleep and he was holding his phone in his hand and he was like i've lost my daughter i've lost my daughter i've lost my daughter just going up to the people and oh. i went up and took his forearm and i was like what does she look like and he goes that she's two she's blonde she's wearing a dress and he was frazzled he goes yeah. i was on my phone i was on my phone he was oh. looking at me like saying to me i was on my phone i was like it's okay it happens to all of us yeah and then like all these people were rallying yeah. and helping and isla goes i bet she's in kids stuff and we went oh. maybe and i was like i will help you what's your number and i got his number and i was like you go that way we'll look and then people were looking and then we go into kids stuff and isla and teddy found her in kids stuff oh my and gosh. i like brought her out and called him <gasps> and we felt like heroes but like i felt for him yeah yeah because of he was just he had to tell me he couldn't even say because i was on my phone yeah. and that park is so open yeah and, like, so open and there's it's yeah, not there, gated there's at all. like a kids toy shop nearby and an ice cream shop it's yeah. a fucking nightmare to be honest yeah. if you've got little it's kids. like disneyland it's like disneyland. they just wander to like whatever bright colors calling them yeah but i felt for him yeah. in my bones because i've had that experience i and can you imagine would, him- you now are in this club oh, too. <laughs> I can imagine him being like, I have to tell my partner. I've, I've lost I've, her. I've, oh I've lost God. her in Manly yeah. on a busy Sunday morning. Like, yeah. Whereas up. Hubs and I, we were together. We were both responsible for yeah. trusting that yeah. she was with that family across the pool. Yeah, well, at least there's shared responsibility. No, there was, but it was interesting because Hubs searched silently mm. and I said yeah. to him... I would have too, probably. Hey, babe, like, next time you've got to search loudly. Yeah. Because he was going to different areas to me and I know him he would have just silently been stress searching with his heart rate rising and him just losing his mind but trying to keep on track but like they say why have one set or two set of eyes if you can have 30 40 sets of eyes looking totally and yeah it was just a real lesson for me in no that got people's attention and in the end it wasn't helpful I found her but yeah like seriously crack well just Park your own embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. I would have looked like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. And the embarrassment is that you're embarrassed to admit that you're a mum who's lost their kid yeah. because you worry that everyone's going to go, "What were you doing? But were fuck, you on no, your phone?" No but in that moment, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? And people are going to have so much empathy to be like, "Oh fuck, she's lost a kid. There's a lost kid yeah. at large. Let's find yeah, them." Yeah, yeah. My stepbrother got lost on two international family holidays. Oh my god. One, he got on the subway in <gasps> New York and the doors closed and it went. That's a fucking nightmare and she's described it to me as like the worst moment of her life and she basically was doing sign language with a woman in the carriage who went thumbs up thumbs up put her hand on him and was like i've got him i've got him and she was yelling out the window next station like kind of thing oh my god and then they got on the next train and she said it was the longest 20 minutes of her life and you have to trust that stranger in new york city and he was like eight or something oh god and um the other one was he got in the lift in hawaii like and the lift closed and went down like it's a thing and she was like a you know 30 story high rise in hawaii like where are they and you know the whole thing i must admit that also happened to rafa in bali oh god disappeared into the lift at close and i could literally hear her crying the whole way that's good you could hear the lift went down the shaft yeah i could even hear her talking to two men oh at the bottom because obviously the doors open they're like there's this child who's on her own crying in the bottom oh and I was screaming down the lift shaft keep her in the lift keep her in the lift like stay in the lift Rafa stay in the lift yeah they did okay, good. and they brought her back up oh and my god. ding the doors open I was like thank god have you talked to your kids about what to do in this scenario because I talked to my kids about 
this a lot and I get a lot of questions because I say to them, find a woman in uniform. That's my thing. I tell them and they know that now. Like okay. if you're lost at the mall, in the supermarket, out somewhere, find a woman in uniform. Because that means like someone who works at Woolies or like the woman who works at the mall, the person giving out samples that they're often going to have a contact that can like call, yeah. you know, whatever. And they recently asked me, because we were talking about this, why a woman? What did you say? And I'm like, well, I don't want to scare them about men. Yeah. But I said, look, because they're probably a mum and mums know how to look after lost children. What about dads? Yep, dads too, but can you just do this for me? Yeah. Just a, a woman in a uniform. Sometimes you just don't <laughs> want to explain. And I was like, it's a good question. And they were, they, were, they were on to me. Yeah. They knew that I was like, bad guys are guys usually, mm. you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't want you near any bad guys. I don't yeah. want you being vulnerable around weird men. Fuck. It's what? like, do you have a pickup password? What does that mean? So we have a family password Yeah. that if someone comes to pick you up because we have a very hectic schedule we've got two households and lots of favors and family and nannies and all sorts of things so we have a family password that if someone comes and says hey i'm picking you up today if you didn't know about it they have to give you the password oh that is brilliant it's a password no one would be able to pick the kids know it is secret and even if it's a friend's mom or whatever i always just like say can you just give them the password just to reinforce that safety of like just not going with anyone i think that's brilliant yeah and i think that's yeah actually i'm going to introduce that to my kids family password Sure. The problem it's is, tricky is because you're not supposed to have secrets. You know that yeah, thing? And yeah. And Rafa's really bad at keeping That's secrets. That's why I don't call it a secret. I call it a password. Which is different. And you've got to bring them in on the whole journey of it. Like yeah. no one can know our password. Only people who we trust know the password. Yeah. It's interesting that you asked me about if I spoke to Rafa about who to go to. The problem is, is she didn't know she, she was didn't even lost. know she was lost yeah but that's a good point and a really good reminder for me to bring that up in conversation with her because we've done a lot of chatting with her about you don't go with strangers mm-hmm. but in that scenario it wasn't a stranger well it wasn't it wasn't <sighs> yeah it's like we gave consent for her to sit yeah. by the pool with that family and play spot it you know so yeah as far as she was concerned, they were to be trusted but yeah the other thing is I know I've said this before but I tell my kids to stand still. Yes, actually, I did yeah. tell Rafa Not that. Not look for me. Yeah. Like, you stand still and call out or, like, stand still and look for a lady yes. in a uniform. I have said that to Rafa. If you ever get lost, stay stop. where Just you stop. are. stop. Yeah. stop and stay and we will come find you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, actually, I have had that chat. Thank anyway, God. full on. Oh, Babe, yeah. I really feel for you. For me, that lasted with me for months, yeah. that feeling. And yeah. I used to just go sit by his bed and just look at him and just think, like, this could have been a completely different evening. Um, you can't even entertain no. the thoughts well, anymore. And then, but you also should because hypervigilance and these it's really things important. are just fucking reminders to us that yeah. it's fucking fragile and we have to do better sometimes. Definitely. Not do better, but like, you know, just be aware. It's the hypervigilance. Yeah. And like I said, we were like day five yeah. doing the same thing. We, we relaxed a bit. We started to trust and think we could take our eye off for a minute but really you just can't no okay do you know what i don't have time for what don't you have time for so isla is coming up to eight years old yes she's in her girlfriend gang cute cute but here comes female friendship right ah the complicated world of female friendship so their thing at the moment they do gymnastics yeah they do shows (laughs) they learn dances I, i don't know why but i just feel so proud that she's a kid that loves to put on shows because yeah, we won't that. romanticize it too much. So basically she came home upset the other day yeah. because they were at lunch. Obviously disclaimer, I wasn't there. 
obviously I'm on my kid's side. I don't think anyone was being mean. It's just like, here's a bit of a nuanced girl friendship thing, right? So she was upset because they were doing a dance and at the end they pick a pose and some of her girlfriends said, you can't do that pose because it makes you look like the main character. <laughs> that is just what, just that choice of language. So you layered. You can't do that, Isla, because you're trying to be the main character. You're trying to be special. Stop being special. <laughs> it's so layered, right? Because she was upset because obviously she felt embarrassed. Like, oh, what am I like being a show off? Mm. But also like she kept telling me, but I just really liked that pose. And I wanted that to be my pose. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and also then it's obviously comes into it. There's like a gang of like five girls and the dynamics of the different personalities. Ooh, and like, complicated. Isla has main character energy. She sure does. Right? She's a real... But, but she also can hang. I've witnessed her. I'm not just her mum being biased here. She's very amenable. She's Good. very go with the flow. She can collaborate. It's important skill. So I tried to use the whole moment as like a, hey, look, I know you love that pose, but you were doing a group activity. You don't have to shelve yourself, but was there another pose? You know, you were working as a team. Is there something you could... But is that the right thing either? I don't know. Part of me was like, no, but fucking stand up for yourself. Do whatever pose you want. Tell those bitches to fuck off. (laughs) You know, That's what you wanted to tell her deep down. I was thinking like, what's the lesson and how do I comfort her and empower her? It's complicated. It's and layered. layered. Because and this feels like tall poppy. Well, it's so Aussie. It's starting so early. They're seven and oh. they're already like, don't be special. Yeah. Don't be fucking special. Who do you think you are? You know, I mean, maybe it's not that. Maybe I'm reading way too much and maybe a pose is just a pose. But Or, or could they just genuinely be a main character energy pose and they're like no we maybe don't she do did that. the splits in the front with her arms right out and she did look like the main character who knows again oh. i'm not assuming anything but it just made me think like my little baby is heading into that territory of like girls can be fucking vicious yeah and it is so complex it is complex isn't it because as you said like it's important to be collaborative, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can't dim your light. Yeah, who you are. And I don't want her to think I'm siding with the other girls no. saying, like, well, they were right. You should be less special. Because no. I don't want her to have that yeah. view of the world. I don't want her to do that to other women. No. So I don't want to model it as like, well, yeah, you were probably being a bit show-offy because yeah. I was a show-off, bossy little girl. We both were. We both were. Yeah. Hardcore. Mm. Like, I was told a lot to just chill out and you know what a lot of the times it was probably very warranted (laughs) my dad actually paid me to shut up once oh my god we had a thing called the timer in our family (laughs) which meant kate isn't allowed to talk (laughs) for this set amount of time and it's like trauma (laughs) it's fine with maturity yeah hopefully you turn that leadership quality yes into something productive that you can take into your professional life and into your personal life in a good healthy way that also is not like fucking stop taking up all the oxygen in the room you know yeah but at this stage you know it's, it feels delicate to it me it is very delicate i don't want to give her any shame shit i don't no. want to give her any trauma i don't want to make her feel disempowered yeah but also, you know, she's got to hang in the playground. So what exactly did you say? I said the collaborative stuff. Okay. I was like, well, was there something else you could do? And what did she say? No, I just wanted to do that pose. Like, this pose is so good. And like, they didn't like me, you know. Like, oh, I mean, God. So then so I did a lot hard. of just like acknowledging her feelings. Yeah. I, that sounds like that was really hard. That would probably upset me if I was you. Like, yeah. oh, that wouldn't have felt nice. You know, what did you say? Like just getting into it with her. But, like, I just, I'm entering it. It's going to be sleepovers. It's It's going to be be bitchiness. It's going to be even harder. It's going to be 
complicated and she's in like a group with some achievers as well which okay. suits her like, yeah it's like you know she's an achiever too You're but the like, product of what you surround yourself with and there's some like high achiever energy going on in there too yeah, okay. and okay i mean well that can lead to competitiveness yeah it's all just oh we're here we're here yeah and it's only gonna get worse you know i have very vivid memories and it's interesting like you know when f- girls play in pairs, mm. it's a dynamic that works if they gel. If they gel, yeah. But sometimes when you add a third person... Oh, nightmare. Ooh, <laughs> like, do you remember in school revs when you moved to a different class, if it was geography or maths or whatever, you always wanted to have a buddy to mm. sit with? Mm-hmm. And heavens forbid you didn't want to sit on the end oh my god no where you had no one sitting next to you You had to be in between two people had to be in the middle (laughs) like how exhausting that that was a stress and if we did an excursion bus buddy bus buddy buddy. keep joining i mean we we always said we obnoxiously sang the entire way to every excursion thinking we were killing it with the harmonies and everyone else on the bus would have been like shut Shut up quiet nerds sufferable choir nerds <laughs> shut up Gem and Kate oh. Oh, but yeah but if we weren't on the same excursion yeah. I remember that panicked feeling of being like hey do you want to sit together on the bus and then being like oh sorry I already told Jess I would and I'd be like okay um, hey so and so do you want to sit together on the bus like it's just it's awful yeah. it's fraught I know and the possibly the worst feeling you could have for your kid is that no one will play with them or that they're alone at lunch yeah. or like it's crushing and actually the good mum told me about another kid not her kid but another kid at school who she sees on their own a lot who yeah. doesn't naturally gravitate to a group and how she's been stressing and like up at night about this kid and I was like okay well that kid is building their resilience now like that's fucking rough I've been that kid in primary school I had I moved around a lot but one particular school where I was the kid I went to the uniform shop to buy a hat or whatever because I had no one to sit with. Oh, and it was something to pass the time. Yeah, it was like, so I just didn't sit there, do you know what I mean? Or went to the library or went to the bathroom, you know, like something horribly depressing and sad. But it does grow a muscle. It does. It does make you resilient. It does make you find your people. Yeah. So that's another thing I said to Isla. I was like, who in that group do you always have fun with? And she told me two girls and I was like, okay, they're your people. Yeah. Like they're the ones you want to spend your time with. I get it. It can be tricky with that other person. If you always feel good with those girls, they're your people. Absolutely. Choose them. Like hang out with them. And so you take your advice. Well, a week later, not to gloat. Yeah. But a week later she came home and was like, Oh, this happened, but it's okay because I went and found this girl and we went and made a fairy garden and it was so nice. And I was like, fuck yeah, babe. That is what you need to do. You pick the people who make you feel good. Absolutely. And you go hang with them. Don't put your energy into like anything that doesn't feel nice. No. But that's easier said than done when you want to hang out with these particular people who are, have their own special energy that you want to be around. And, yeah. you know, next week they'll be her best friend. Yeah. It shapeshifts. I remember that in school. Yeah. Oh, it was exhausting. It's, it's like, exhausting. who am I friends with this week? And who wants to play with me this week? Yeah. It's female friendship, man. It's yeah. complicated. Like Teddy's biggest grievance is my handball went under the bin and this guy from year three just took it. But it's okay because <laughs> we went up to him and told him and they gave it back. And I was like, great story. Mate, so <laughs> straightforward. Oh, I love it. The simplicity so straightforward. We said, give it back, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> it's just wild. 
Uh, I have a memory actually at exactly Isla's age. I was newly eight and I had cousins in Switzerland. This is my Thai cousins who moved to Switzerland and I was sent there on a Swiss summer camp. Oh my God. Yeah, age eight with my cousin. Wow. And I was the only person who couldn't speak French and I had to navigate friendships in a foreign language. That's just straight up wouldn't happen now. I literally get texts from other mums on like a one day school holiday camp. Like, is Isla going? Is Isla going? Just making sure everyone's really comfy. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's got a different pal. time. Your mum just shipped you off to a foreign language hang. Yeah. For summer. For summer. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. What did you do? Uh, I just, I knew, that, you know, I guess at age eight in a comfortable zone in my hometown, I guess I had a degree of main character energy yeah. and I just slid into side su- character support role. <laughs> yeah, support role. I was like, okay. Guesty. And just guesty. Yes, a guesty. Guest and appearance I, I in Switzerland. <laughs> very happy to work out what game they were playing and trying to like even learn French. Like, you know, you probably could at that age well, too. Well, all the terms. Enough. Yeah. All yeah. the terms were different and I just jumped on. And, and you just, were already bilingual. So I was already bilingual. So yeah, I guess, I mean, <laughs> is French, French is not anywhere near Thai or no. English, but yeah, I remember it being a character building exercise. Yeah. Like I was a fish out of water, but I remember thinking, okay, I've got to hang. I've got to make this work. And I had my cousin there, like she helped translate but yeah it was fun I look back on it as being fun but I look back on it as a 36 year old now and knowing Isla who's eight and I'm like imagine Rems just being like off you go go plane to a foreign country yeah yeah but that was the diplo brat life you know (laughs) I guess it was yeah you're not wrong wow yeah I was being taken care of by my auntie and uncle yeah yeah I feel like we don't have enough social resilience for our kids. I do worry that yeah. we coddle the shit out we of them. We do. Now. We just protect them and make yeah. sure everything's going to be nice and comfy. Yeah, it's like the participation award thing. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Like Socially, I mean. Like, yeah. We just are always, you know, I really, there are, the text group goes nuts around pupil free days, strike days, holidays. Like if people are going to activities, they want to know their kid's going to have, have a friends friend. there. Oh, that's interesting. And I, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I don't think my mum ever did that for me. I think it was like, off you go, there you go, make friends. Yeah. And you had to. Yeah. You had to sort of work it out. And that's where you get your social legs. Yeah, absolutely. Like no, working you're right. out how to introduce yourself and make a friend and yeah. make yourself fit in and join in. And This is actually on a similar vein because Rafa is going to be going to school not next year but the year after but all the kindy chat is where's your kid going to school school. who's sending their kid where and I've had friends who are also on the kindy chat constantly ask me where are you sending Rafa where are you sending Rafa I'm like I don't fucking know because I'm overwhelmed by the intensity of the obsession of this conversation whereas I'm very much like I don't know, like it's a year and a half away. I'll do a tour of all the schools and get a vibe. I've never stepped foot in a single primary school in Australia. So I don't know what the vibe is until I do a tour, but it's intense because my friends who have kids the exact same age as Rafa are genuinely like, yeah, but don't you think it's important that Rafa goes somewhere where she has established friends? And I'm like, maybe, no. but she didn't know any of these kids at kindy or And daycare. I'm not worried about Raf. She's a friend maker. She's yeah. going to make friends wherever she goes. It's funny. Yeah. Can you imagine? Maybe, maybe that's why I'm not stressy yeah. about it. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I'd feel differently if it was Iggy because he's much more of an introvert. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. It's- maybe they worry about their kid. I do have 
one girlfriend who she it's funny when you said the good mum's friend who stays up at night stressing I've got a girlfriend whose daughter is very happy and comfortable in her own company yeah and the mum worries and I'm always like but she's She's fine it's different if she was like I'm being left out they won't let me play but she gets upset that her daughter is happy to be alone because yeah, she thinks, yeah. well, She's why are you happy to be alone? Her. You should want to be making friends. You <laughs> should be. Yeah. So it's funny. Like you can have the opposite problem as well. But totally. yeah, I can tell you from the other side. And if you don't have school age kids yet, it's like a weekend and it, you forget about all of it. Who their teacher is, who their friends are in their class. None of it fucking matters. Really? Honestly, like one weekend. The schools are amazing in that orientation week at yeah. making the kids feel comfy in their classroom this is public schools in new south wales i can only talk about mine i guess but from what i've heard from my friends are the same they do a lot of work in like getting those kindies and year ones and year twos really comfy that's good and they have buddies and they make it really they have buddies yeah they've got buddies in year five like designated yeah it's lovely they work on it i can't imagine anything worse than being a school administrator in those few weeks in the lead up to term one with the aggressive coddly kindy mums yeah trying to engineer getting all the friends from daycare or whatever into the same class and which teacher they want and we all want this teacher and everyone knows that's the best but teacher. who knows who how do people know who the best teacher is you hear it i have a theory there's a lot of mythology that goes on with schools it maybe this is global but i'm just going to talk about our community right like you hear a lot of catchphrases or sound bites thrown around like well you want to go to a catholic school from year five because it's a private school education for half the price and i'm like i feel like that's just a sound bite that we yeah. inherited i don't know if anyone's really looking into that i'm not buying into anything i want to go see all the schools with my own eyes and experience the teachers firsthand i'm not buying into what people are telling me no i think you know you just kind of got to use your common sense and i will tell you none of the things you think are going to matter really matter once you're in there it's lovely if they have their friend or whatever but you know Every year you got to go through it again. Yeah. So every term one. It's a shake-up, right? They change the classes. So, you know, try and breathe through it. Be chill. Be chill. I remember someone telling me about their school. I thought this was really cool, but they said they have a big rock, I think, in the middle of the playground on the grounds. And if you don't have anyone to play with, you go stand by that rock and then all the other kids are taught if you see someone standing there pick up a stray yeah pick them up and invite them to play you don't want them yeah and I thought that was that's quite a graspable concept for a young five year old not aggressive for the person who feels alone like they can just go hang near the rock have a little loiter see if you get picked up oh god it's it's our shit it is we project it I think all the versions are good for kids you know and who you are in primary school is absolutely not who you're going to be as an adult but it's definitely part of your laying the foundations absolutely good or bad as my mum always says character building that's it's very so British. British. So British. So very British. Yeah. Her. It's character building. It would be fine. That's what she used to say to me when I didn't want to go to my swimming carnival. Off you go. It's character building. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking character building. I bet it was. Yeah, I, I guess. guess. I guess. I don't know. Still don't like swimming carnivals, but here we are. Hear me with your not spawn. My not spawn is something I gave you this week. Oh, yes. I give the DLs. So, guys, I know I bang on about shower oil, but honestly, it's changed my life. It's transformed my skin. Seriously, feel me. I'm so soft and supple. Feel me. 
Feel you me. are. You are. And like, it just extends your tan. It's just lovely. Anyway, you don't always have your bougie, you say, oil on tap. You I was going to ask you to remind us of the bougie body oil. My so favorite you one say, is you say. I still oh, haven't tried it. I need to try so it. It's so incredible. Like, honestly, transforms. You're yep. at a cellular level. Anyway, you don't always have that. Or you might run out and it takes a while to come in the ordering or whatever. There is a cheap and quick fill-in oil yes, that I Rebs use. Yes, was telling me about this. I'm very excited to go buy it. It's the Palmer's Coconut Oil Formula Hydrate Replenish Body Oil. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> I said it's the Palmer's Coconut Oil Formula with Vitamin E Hydrate Replenish Body Oil. And where can we buy it from? Just in the like shower gel section of Woolies and Coles. Yep. It comes in a little pump pack, which is actually very handy for the shower. Show me the photo. It's like a little... Rebs did text me this. I'm yeah. just having a little... And it's just a... Oh. It's, it's a coconut scented, so I don't love the scent, but it does the job. Jen asked me to walk her through the routine. Well, I need detail. I'm one of those people. I'm a recipe by the book yep. kind of person. So have your shower as per. Yep. Do all your things. The very last thing you do is get the oil and just like spritz it all over your body. So I do like hip bones, let it run down my legs, tummy over the mum tum stretch marks, chest, arms and then butt back yeah and then it sort of starts dripping and then you just massage it in yeah rub it into your face and then have another wait wait, wait. no you're missing details we what? need to find it when you're massaging it in yeah. are you under the shower or out, standing out of the standing shower? out of the yeah, shower see this is the shit Sorry. i need i need Steady details to the left to the left rub it in yeah and then one last little spritz under the water like just jump under and then don't, out. don't overthink it just, i'm overthinking well, it's it. cold at the moment so i like to get warm again yeah so i let it wash over me because yeah. it's oil oil and water as they say like yeah. does, does not it mix yeah so then turn the shower off get out pat dry and you don't even have to do your moisturizer you can if you want also add moisturizer it is winter but supple and sexy skin i love it i'm gonna add to cart it's immediately do they, question do, do they have it at woolies because i shop regularly at woolies okay british girl yes i believe so okay one more time palmer's <laughs> coconut oil formula with vitamin e vitamin <laughs> hit me with your nuts Kavari. Oh, sorry. Go again. Don't worry. It was going to be a whole reprise, but it's fine. <laughs> Steamroll away. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> my not spawn this week. I'm just going to be straight this time. It's Kavari. Kavari. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There was no setup. I know. I didn't provide context. There was no pre-course no backstory. to the main course. No entree. No appetizers. I saw you in a beautiful Kavari outfit for your hatch hang yes it was um, stunning well this is why they're my not spawn i panic shopped at 4 p.m oh the night before an event god i'm sick of my wardrobe yeah, i'm just yeah, yeah. i'm over everything burn it down yeah, yeah. Need to just start again <laughs> um i know i did that very fruitful shop at assembly label and got myself some jeans but i just that was all casual though it was very casual so mm-hmm. I ran into Kavari at four o'clock, had an hour to go. And I thought, if I don't find anything, I'll just dig something up from my wardrobe, whatever. And I found an entire outfit, head to toe, top trousers. I need to talk about these trousers. They're stunning. I don't own trousers. Now you do. Not a trouser girl. (laughs) Fucking the most flattering shape because they go in at the waist and then they just Hang. Hang. That's good drape. Yep, good draping. Yes, that's the word, mm-hmm. drape. Mm-hmm. It doesn't catch in mm-hmm. all the bits where you don't want it to. It's not uncomfortable. Your box can breathe. All right. <laughs> you got to have a breathable box. Yeah, it's important to me. Yeah. Yep. 
and the fabric is beautiful. It's like a soft peach linen, mm. but a structured linen. Yeah. And then there's this fucking cute belt that comes with it. Anyway, to I die. love it. And then I got a trench coat. Look, I just dropped some cash at Kavari in Sometimes a panic. you got to. And I have no regrets. Good. And then my knots spawn. And they always have the most beautiful dresses. I also have a little set from Kavari. Yes. Love it. Big oh, fan. Oh, I was with you when you bought that. Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and the it white turned, one. Yeah, but then, and then it, turned it turned cold. cold. But next year. Timeless. Sure. You'll be able to wear that. Yeah, sets will be in forever. Aw, that's great. I think we'll get one more season. It's a crisp white button-down shirt with some white shorts. Yeah, very cute. Yeah. Kavari, big fan. One of these days, we'll have an outro to our podcast. Bye, guys. We love you.